Hey guys, and welcome to the Brandon Fraser Podcast. We're your hosts, Carla. And Daniel. <laughs> and we're so happy to be talking to you again for the fourth week, I believe, the fourth episode. Is that right? Yes. Fourth episode. Yes. And guess what? Uh, chicken butt. What? Okay, I'm going to ignore you said that. All right. <laughs> guess what, Carla? What, Daniel? Tell me what's up. Last night was Trust, episode yes. two, full on Brennan Fraser, nonstop, beginning to end. He was amazing. Yes, he was. It was exactly nonstop Fraser, which I'm so glad I got to watch it. Wow, I'm going to stop you there. All right, you're going to have to redo that, Carla, with some excitement. Carla, <laughs> what okay. did you think of last night's episode? Okay, so last night's episode was really fucking fantastic. I enjoyed every single moment of it. Nonstop Fraser action? Yes, please. That was better. I mean, that, that was decent. Um, that was okay. I guess that lived up to the the level of excitement the episode gave me. I loved it. I would say A+. I mean, the first episode was good. Second episode, totally different tone. And yeah. it really, it's Brent Fraser. It was all Brandon Fraser, like from beginning to end. I really liked it. I like what I really enjoyed was just like him at the beginning of the episode, where it's just like he's like breaking the fourth wall. He's like literally like looking at all the cameras that are there and not missing a beat while he's talking as well. I was reading an an article or interview, and it was they were talking about Brandon Fraser and Danny Boyle, and I think the writer Simon. I don't know how you say his last name. But mm-hmm. they were talking about Brennan Fraser coming to them and talking about his character, Chase Fletcher. <laughs> no, Fletcher. Fletcher Chase. Fletcher Chase. Chase. <laughs> and Brennan said something like, you know, my character is like a time traveling cowboy or something like that. Like a time yeah. traveler. And yeah. they were kind of like at first, you know, oh, no, our, our main actor is going crazy. But really, when you watch <laughs> it, he's going through the 60s into the 70s. Mm-hmm. And... I forget what the line is, but he talks about 1973. Too young to be a disco. Yeah. It was some really good line, but he's breaking down the year, year by year. And really, when he's, yeah, he's talking to us, the viewer, and he's really just kind of putting everything in its place, like setting the scene. So, I mean, mm-hmm. really, that's what, I mean, it's totally like, you can't even compare this to the movie, All the Money in the World, after you've seen this episode. There's nothing that compares to it. This is way better. Yeah, way better because like he's like literally the narrator of this entire episode from beginning, um, and then towards you know the very like end scenes, he's does he narrates it again. But yeah, no, I I really loved it. I loved everything about him, um, especially like he's like this Texan Bible thumping guy, whatever, and like. My favorite scene would have to be like when he gets to the uh, to the hotel, because he's like he's like full blown obnoxious American. I loved every single moment of it because he's just like he's he comes in, he's wearing his little um, American flag scarf on, and he's just being loud and just being known that he's there. And then like I I freaking love that part. I would love to read the script mm-hmm. that they originally sent to him because I, I highly doubt this is even close to what was originally written. Maybe they 
the original script didn't have like this Texan guy or anything like that, or maybe like they did, but it wasn't like how Fraser portrays it. Maybe right. like a down, like a toned version of what he really was in the episode. Yeah, because I mean, even him wearing that little handkerchief bandana thing around his neck, the American flag, like, it's <laughs> yeah. so over the top. And and I read a couple of reviews where they mentioned like Brennan Fraser, his character. It's like you're watching a different show, and it really when yeah. you watch the first episode and then the second one right after, it is completely it, different. It really is. Like the first one is like dark, and like uh, you get into the Sutherland's character and who he really is, and then all of a sudden you get to the second episode and it's like it's a whole different tone, um, especially the colors. I, I, I really like the color play on both episodes. One was a dark one versus this one was like more bright, um, warm tones to it. And I think that like really played on to Fraser's character. Like he you knew he's like this warm big guy, I guess, but also a badass at the same time. I wrote down one of the lines and I don't know if I got it right. Brendan Fraser is talking to one of the the police police chiefs and like I think he's at Rome, right? Yeah, he's in Rome. I, I, I think it's yeah, it's one of the detectives or something or detective something or like police that. chief. Yeah, and, one of the yeah. And Brendan Fraser says a line something like. I sure hope you're right. If you're not, the whirlwind of the Lord will come forth in fury yes. and it shall fall grievous, <laughs> grievously, grievously on the head of the wicked. And then he like changes his whole tone into like comedic and says something like, that's the saying we have in Texas or America. Because if you're not, the whirlwind of the Lord will come forth in fury and it shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. As we say back home. I mean, that yeah, line, like the way great. he delivers it, there there are probably like five or six different times in this whole episode where I imagine like that five second clip being played at the Golden Globes when they, because he, he's going to get nominated. Like, I have no doubt. After oh, this of episode. course. Of course. This, um, this episode alone should at least give him some award buzz for sure. Um, there's no doubt about it. I, I have hopes and dreams for him on <laughs> from this episode alone because it's just like this is a completely different Frasier of what you've known and seen throughout the years. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely his best role. In I mean, yeah. I, I can't even remember when he had a role like where he's full, like so into a character that you're watching Brendan Fraser, but like he does disappear into it. Oh yeah. He, he, he just goes into it. Like he becomes the actual character himself and it's really amazing. And you know, it's like for the last couple of years, even like when you read, you know, different fan sites or old Twitter posts or just from talking to people, you know, the last couple of years, people have said, you know, the Brennan Fraser revival is, is going to happen. But mm -hmm. I really do think now it is because this performance is so good that I'm confident he will be nominated for either an Emmy or Golden Globe. I mean, it's tough for me to imagine him not winning an oh, award, God. like a major award. Yeah. Series. Yeah. Like I, yeah, like he definitely like best supporting actor. I see that. That's, that's what I see. Well, for, it'll be like, interesting to see how much more he is in. Throughout the all the upcoming episodes. Ups, yeah. That's what I'm kind of curious about. Because I know next week, 
I don't think they even showed him in the the preview for next week. Um, I'm not sure. I think I saw something around like online, like um, preview pictures. I think he like okay. shows up like once or twice. Yeah, I well, mean, from the the spoiler pictures, I guess. I mean, but honestly, they should be advertising around his character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's really the reason to watch. I know, and people were, I, I love the fact that I was looking through Twitter, and people were just getting super excited about, like, him being back on screen. That just, like, made my heart happy. Like, people were super stoked about him. I mean, as I was, too, but, like, it's yeah. just great to see it, you know? No, I agree. Was there, like, it's even the, there's so many subtle things that he brings to this character, even the way, like, um, with the the bellboy at the hotel oh. when he's like tucking yeah. the money into it. The, yeah. It's, like the 100 and like the, the camera right. just zooms in and just like, Oh yeah, I'm sticking a hundred dollar. But then like the scene right after that, he, the bellboy goes into like the guys that are playing um, cards is like, Oh, he just gave me a dollar, like a single dollar, you know, like it was like an insult basically. Um, but yeah, no, he, like, he played, I really love the first couple of minutes of his scene. Another one, another of his scenes that I really love, um, when he finds out about that, um, what do you call it? Can't remember his name, but it was at the restaurant, the big guy with the glasses and the, okay. So my favorite part of that was that he's just like standing in the middle of the scene, basically. And, like, all you see is, you know, the back of him, and then he's, like, looking at the guy, you know, tending to, like, the people there and everything. And it sort of made it look like a, like a literal cowboy scene, because you had, like, the subtle music playing in the background. And it, so it looked like he was just about to draw guns, basically. I thought that, that was, like, one of my favorite parts, like, just scene-wise. Just seeing that, so. That's a good eye there, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, even, like, the way that, he stands like his posture mm-hmm. and his hands. One of the best scenes of the whole episode and possibly I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the best scenes of the whole series is mm-hmm. you have, you know, Frazier and Hillary Swank when they first meet and yeah. then you have the kids in the hallway. And yeah. And then he's, he like spots the kid in the, in the corner and then like he takes a break and then just like draws guns with like finger guns with them. Exactly. It's beautiful because yeah, they're they're mid conversation pretty much, and then Fraser just kind of stops and like pulls yeah. out the fake gun and he goes. Poof, poof. They go back to conversation. <laughs> it's it's fantastic, and I would love to know if that was in the original script. Oh, if it, I'm, or if it was like um, just a wave or something. I'm always curious about when you get into like movies or TV shows where there's actors who are really into the role, or maybe known for improvising things. I'm always yeah. curious, like, is that something that was in the script? Because if it was, that's brilliant. Yeah, but I almost definitely. felt like that's something no, know, they that, added later. Yeah, I think that was. I felt like that was improvised. There was like other parts of it that looked like a little bit improvised as well. And I'm hoping it was. If not, like the writers of this are like fucking amazing because they wrote that in. It's just like the subtleness of things, and like some people wouldn't pay atten- much attention to it, but for those that do, it's like really great. Well, you know. I'm thinking about this right now, and it's kind of almost disappointing because if Danny Boyle and the same writer, Simon B, imagine if they had made this into a solid two-hour movie. Same characters, same actors. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt it's up for Academy Awards. You know what I mean? Um, um, 
Yes and no. Well, think about this. I mean, all the money in the world, by by no means was it a good movie. I mean, it was, okay, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Not great. Even Christopher Plummer was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. I I mean, like, if if anything, like, some of the stuff from that episode, it kind of mi- reminded me of Danny Boyle's Trainspotting. Okay. Like, some of the aspects, some of the, like, the, the shots that he did in that, it's just, it's very Danny Boyle, and you can very, you can very much tell. And I really love that he brought that into, like, you know, as a, as in his TV series, because he's treating it, he's literally treating it as a movie. I mean, but as a, as far as a movie, yes, I can see it. As far as maybe getting nominated, I'm not quite sure. Oh, come on. It's Danny Boyle. Well, it's Danny Boyle. Like, I mean, no, true, it is Danny Boyle, but for, I guess for some people, it, Danny Boyle can be a hit or miss, but to me, like, I can totally see it, yes, uh, especially, like, writing-wise, like, dialogue alone, he's, like, to a T for everything. He's well, I very guess then, meticulous I, about things. I think about Christopher Plummer being nominated for a Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. and either, one, he was deserving of it, or two, it was just political, because he replaced Kevin Spacey, which is very possible. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, if it took all 10 episodes, took the best of all 10 episodes, made it into a two-hour movie, Brendan Fraser would be up for an Academy Award Best Supporting Actor. Because people love underdog stories. Oh, of course. I mean, of course. I know he's going to be nominated for either an Emmy or Golden Globe or both. Both. I, I hope mean, I, I'm both. I say I'd be both. shocked. Completely shocked if he wasn't. I mean, he's that good. Yeah. Like, I mean... Episode alone, hands down, amazing, should be, you know, buzz, award season, should be getting all that buzz happening. But I'm also curious to see what, like, how it unfolds afterwards. Like, I mean, we still have a few more episodes left on the series. So if that episode alone can give them nominated, I'm, I'm super happy about it. Yeah, I mean, if John Travolta can get nominated for American Crime Story, which he was great in. (laughs) But if he can yeah. get nominated, Fraser will. Oh, of course. Now, I mean, this episode, it's really tough to pick my favorite moment or even the best line. There's a part where Gail and Fletcher go to where John Paul Getty was staying, like his little uh, crash pad or whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, Brendan Fraser says a line, I wouldn't stay with my horse in here. Oh, just, yeah. Like, he made just, it. Just like all casual. It. Yeah. Like, like yeah. of course, that's that's what he says to describe what he thinks of that place. Of course, I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's just why I think the character is extremely well-written. I mean, what's the other part? Oh, there's a part. It's towards the end when mm-hmm. they go for the confrontation after the whole, the deck of cards and I'm going to take you oh, to. When he goes into that, like, underground. Yeah, the cave that, place okay, pretty much, yeah. That that was like probably my, like, the second best part of that because He's like, I love the fact that he's just like walking. Like he, he looks so big. Doesn't like, he? Yeah. Yes, he looks for his, like. I don't know if this is done on purpose. I'm pretty sure it, it is because of his character. But he just like looks so big in every single scene. But I'm like, I don't think he's that tall. Is he? That's a good question. I don't know. Because like, I mean, no, because he's not like short. the uh, on the scene that he's. Um, Talking to the girl uh, at the at the club, talking about like how little Getty bought her a drink and everything like that. They look about the same height, but I'm like, 
I don't know, maybe it's camera tricks or whatever, but he like he has this huge stature and then of course it goes with his persona and everything like that in the show. But anyways, so he's like, going down like the little hall, so he, of course he looks gigormous. But my favorite part is like he's sitting there and then like the guys literally feel insulted because like he just left that um briefcase of money. And of course he goes on and is like, you know, this is like how Americans do it or whatever. You know how he's like so confident in every single scene trying to get answers and he is getting answers for everything. Then he's confronted by the guys and the guys are just, you know, telling him, you know, this is not how it simply works or whatever. And you can totally tell by his face that his he changes demeanor and everything like that. And I thought that was great because like, okay, you got into like a point where you can't get what you want. Because he thought he was going to get the kid right then and there. Of course he wasn't. So I really enjoy like the whole change that happened during that time. That scene, I feel like that's a scene you can really break down between even the characters, camera placement, lighting, and mm-hmm. dialogue. Like the quote, there's something about the one guy says to, to Fletcher, we're playing Texas Hold'em because yeah. you're from Texas. And then, yeah. Brenner, and then Fletcher says... Well, if you come to Texas, we'll do a, a gladiator contest or something like that. It was <laughs> yeah. something really weird. But it was like, like oh, was that, was that insulting? Because it's kind of like a pause. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's my kind of comedy. Like, it's very, like, subtle. And yeah. And, like, he delivers, delivers it perfectly, too. There's not, like, an – it's not, like, an – awkward type of comedic timing or anything like that it's just like it's like right on it but yeah no like but the scene prior to that where he uh went going back to where i was telling you that he talks to the restaurant guy that entire like he's just sitting in the and trying to eat spaghetti it was i thought that was hilarious he's just like looking at it and trying to figure out twirling it and stuff like that he just tells the guy he's like hey come let me buy a drink like can i buy you a drink I don't know. I really enjoy that scene as well. <laughs> oh, I love the, let me buy you a drink, that quick little yeah. line. I mean, I posted it. I took, I took the video of the TV screen when he said it mm-hmm. and then posted it on Twitter. I just, it's something so simple. You know, you have a good character and good actor when a couple word line is like mm-hmm. worth, like this is worth posting. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no other character on that show or any other show I can think of like quite like Fletcher Chase. And I really wish, I just hope he's in a lot more. I need more Fletcher Chase every episode. I need a spinoff series with just him, <laughs> a movie, everything. I, can, I mean, I could definitely see like a, like a spinoff thing, but would it work? I'm pretty sure it could possibly work. But You're, you're very uh, confident. Look at you. Well, <laughs> we know that they've talked about possibly doing up to three seasons or they've planned it out. Yeah. Three seasons. So far. Yeah. That's what, um, Boyle's thinking was, it's like, um, to at least have three seasons of it. And then, um, he was thinking of killing like, you know, uh, big Getty in it. I mean, like I'm hoping Fletcher is like, um, and throughout, if they do do the whole three seasons things, like he's in like the entire other two seasons as well. Because that would be great. That I, would be. I mean, honestly, yeah. I would hope that he's the consistent part of every season. Mm-hmm. But I'd be completely fine being done with the Gettys. Just yeah. do Fletcher Chase. Like, whatever. 
other crime or whatever's going on have him be involved with it. Or maybe like, or maybe like a background, mo- like show about him. Like, how did he become Fletcher Chase? Right. This Fletcher Chase that we recognize in the show, like maybe like some sort of background or something like that. That because I, I I'd be interested in that. I I love stuff where you go back in time and have and watch the development of a character like that. That's something I would watch. The question is, would other people watch it? I've read. I looked at some of the ratings for the episode, and they were pretty low. Even the first episode. Um, well, some people thought that the first episode was super slow. I mean, like, yes, it was super slow, but I think it had its purpose as to why. I enjoyed it because, like, it got straight to the point. Like, the first opening scene, like, you have all these people enjoying um, a party, and then next thing you know, you have some dude committing suicide in the garage. Like, that's... Stuff that just gets right to it. And then, like, of course, there's, it was a little slow-paced and everything like that. But I didn't mind it. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it got straight to the point. Sutherland's um, acting in it was phenomenal. Like, right then, it would give him a nomination. Like, no doubt whatsoever. Hands down, that one episode alone nominated right there. The music was super... Like, the music itself throughout the entire... Like, the past two episodes is, like, on point. Critics, both episodes. I mean, the second one, I read some great reviews, but I mean, the one you post, like B+. Yeah. That's garbage. It's an A. Definitely an A. It is what it is. I mean, it's a great character, great story, great acting. Um, But even looking at the actual, like, the viewership, the ratings, like how many people watched it, I was reading it was pretty low. Oh, really? Unusually low for FX, which is kind of surprising because... I watched American Crime Story the last, the second season, which was horrible, horrible. Can't stand it. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like more more people watched that, which probably because of the first season. Well, then again, it's a what's his name? It's a Ryan Murphy uh, production, of course. Everybody yeah. bows down to Ryan Murphy, and again, not everybody watches Danny Boyle movies. You know, everybody just knows him of like either the most popular one is Train Spotting. I mean, except for me, I would know him in like all movies, but still. <laughs> but if we're talking about like people who aren't super fans of, let's say, you know, Danny Boyle or Brandon Fraser or um, Donald Sutherland, but just its story itself, of course, you're not going to like grab those type of viewers, really. The first episode always sets the tone for the rest of the season, so I'm pretty sure some people thought that the, you know, that's how it was going to be on the second episode. But it's no, it's completely different. Like the tone is completely different. Started watching it, and next thing I know, I'm like already halfway done with it. And I'm like, oh well, okay. <laughs> well, okay. So, what do you think? Is it possible that they did a poor job advertising the TV show? Do you think? I think so. They were kind of late to the party with the advertising. Of Brennan Fraser being in it because they released the first trailer mm-hmm. and I watched it and it was minimal Fletcher Chase. Like there wasn't much even showing him. Like I watched the trailer. I didn't even like really see Brennan Fraser jump out. Like you wouldn't notice him. Yeah. The yeah. second trailer, yeah, they put him like in the beginning talking right to the camera. I think it might have been, maybe it was too late. I'm not really sure. I also watch FX a lot, like with American Crime Story. 
Mm-hmm. And I felt like they did not advertise very, very much like during commercials. I was kind of surprised, but. And, and, and you didn't see that much. I think they were kind of also late on, you know, the actors doing press. I think they were a little late on that too. Yeah. Because like, I mean, Hillary Swank was still, was doing some press like what, like a week and a half ago still. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's, that happens though. Sometimes like on the week the movie comes out, they go on all the talk shows, but I mean, but Brenda, I, didn't, I didn't see like Donald Sutherland. I mean, do some press. Did well, I mean, you? That's the thing. Donald is older. Brendan Fraser pretty much did none. Yeah. Which I'm like, what the heck? Because he was doing some press up in Canada for Condor, but you're not going to do press for this one. Right. So I don't know if that was, I assume his own choice. And they okay, kind of respected well, you it. know what? Choice was to uh, get onto this press right here. So, but I also think that he could have, he maybe have avoided the press because he was going to get bombarded by questions of the GQ magazine, right? And hit the whole history there. So, I mean, but that's the thing when you go on a talk show, they can, you know, hey, Jimmy Fallon, we're not talking about this, mm-hmm. we're only talking about that. So. Maybe it was just him not being comfortable in front of a live crowd. I don't know. But, I mean, it definitely would have helped America in general to see it's Brendan Fraser. He's not, a, like, a super main character in it, but he's still uh, an important character in the entire series. Yeah, Donald Sutherland is huge. I mean, well-known. Hillary Swank. But Brendan Fraser might be the most well-known to the average person. Oh, yeah. Because we know yeah. how Fraser is. With interviews and how he's quiet sometimes. Right, he's a whisper king. So <laughs> maybe they were afraid, like, we don't want him to go out there. I'm Brendan Fraser, like, all kind of quiet. And they, maybe uh, they feared that because mm-hmm. I like the Brendan Fraser from, like, the Martha Stewart show. That's the one who you would be best <laughs> friends with. He's energetic, he's happy. Yeah. That's like the Fletcher Chase of this series, but maybe. They were afraid he would turn into the, the quiet whisper king. Um, I mean, it could be that simple. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to travel. I don't know. I'll, I'll just go with, like, he chose not to for right now. But, I mean, I, I I really hope he does some maybe later on. Maybe he, you know, he, like, pops up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm here. The whisper king. I'm about to whisper you some awesome details of the show and everything else. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did do a bunch of, of TV shows and... We just don't know. So if you're listening and you know that he was on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever late night show, let, let us know. know. Yes. I would love to watch that. So we mm-hmm. both love the episode. We're excited yes. about it. Oh, wait. Before another scene, remember on that trailer where he's talking to the kid about the pencil and then did the entire scene of that in this yes. episode, which was fantastic. It was. The entirety take, of it. Though. Yes. But it was like entirely different. And I really liked this one better. No. Did you really? Yeah. I thought I it was love, great. The trailer was more like energetic lights out. And this one was just like, all oh, like more subtle. Well, yeah, I mean, but it was great because like, you can see like the seriousness in his face and everything like that. And then he's like, He's creeping the kid out. So I liked it. I thought that was great. <laughs> I like it too. I, I thought it was more interesting that they used a different take because I really love the one in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still good. I want to talk briefly. This is really quick. But mm-hmm. last week I went to LA and I went on the Warner Brothers tour. Before you go on the tour, they have like this, they show a video. It's like maybe seven minutes long, but 
it's a bunch of different like Warner Brothers films or films that were shot on the Warner Brothers studio. And uh-huh. going into it, I'm like, they're definitely going to show Brendan Fraser probably at least a clip from Looney Tunes back in action. Oh God. Uh-huh. Like I knew it. Like it's, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Looney Tunes. Like it's, it is what it is. Right. Right. They didn't show it. They didn't show any what? Brendan Fraser. Not one. Nothing. That's disrespectful. I mean, even when you walk into the, the first building, there's always like movie posters and pictures. No Brendan Fraser in sight. Okay. So the next day, it's Universal Studios, their theme mm-hmm. park. And they have a, a studio tour because they film different movies and TV shows on the lot. When you're waiting in line for the studio tour, it's lines back and forth, back and forth. And there's big pictures from like all of Universal Studios movies. Uh-huh. And The Mummy is like a huge trilogy for them. Like, Of course. Yeah. It's very well known. And they have pictures from, like, the 40-year-old virgin and just random, like, comedies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to see The Mummy at some point. In the line, nothing. No Brendan Fraser. I'm what? like, okay, whatever. Then we're on the tour, and you're on the tram going down this hill. And for each year since, like, 1930-whatever, they have a sign with the year plus a movie poster for movies that were filmed that year uh-huh. on the lot. And I'm like, oh, obviously The Mummy and we're going to see Brendan Fraser's face, like, get some recognition. Right, right, right. Get to the mummy, and they, they put the poster where it's the, just the sand mummy. So no Brendan Fraser face. And what? I'm like, I'm like, what is this? Like, nothing. What is that? Oh, my God. Then they have the, the Revenge of the Mummy, the ride, which okay. I didn't go on because I'm too afraid to, but all Aww. around it, like, there's there's no sign <laughs> that Brendan Fraser even made a mummy movie. Maybe I in the see, ride so at the like, end. I'm sure the right at the end there's like the Brennan Fraser part, but there's no posters, pictures, nothing from that you even even think it existed. Okay, that's that's really that, rude of them. Really, that's it really super... is. And what's also weird though, but I don't think it had any they... Tom Cruise stuff either. But oh, I was about to ask. That. I was like, <coughs> did they even have the like the Tom Cruise things or anything right. like that? It was so surprising to me because when I think Universal, I mean, I obviously think Jurassic Park, but you know, I also think <laughs> the Mummy franchise and. I mean, like, oh, there's the mummy poster, but it's from the first movie, and there's no Brendan Fraser. I mean, if you have, like, the 40-year-old virgin poster, I know, why right? wouldn't you have, like, wow. Oh, my God. It was very strange. Maybe I just missed it. Hopefully I did. You, oh, you know what? Wait. In in line for the studio tour, mm-hmm. they had a, a, a video screen. They were showing, like, different clips from movies or stuff like that. They mm-hmm. showed a clip from the mummy one. Okay. They showed Imhotep, and they showed... Uh-huh. Benny. Oh, what? And it was Benny <laughs> holding up the cross. Uh-huh. And he's like speaking in the language of the slaves. No yeah. Brendan Fraser, no Rick O'Connell. Just Wait, who? Benny and Emotep. That Are was it. Serious? I was in that line for like 45 minutes. And I went on the ride twice. So I watched it. There was oh no my... Brendan Fraser. Wait. What? Isn't that oh weird? My... Isn't that, that weird? Is? Yes, that is weird. Like, why would you just show Benny and Emotep on it, but you're not going to show... Brandon or Rachel in it. Like, right, seriously? I assume, okay, they, they want to show the mummy. Like, they're, they're known for, like, their monster movies, universe, like, historically. But, yeah, but, I mean, like, there are scenes with Brandon Fraser and Rachel Wise in it with the mummy in the same right. scene. Like, when, Brandon, when he, uh, so, he screams at the mummy yeah. in the first one. Like, classic. Yeah. Like, or holds up the cat. Like, that's all you need. But the fact that they... They edited this movie together, this bit, all these movies, and they chose to put one clip from The Mummy and not put Rick O'Connell in it is very that, strange to me. I, I am highly upset about this. I, I was really surprised. I don't know. It's just 
Like you have to go out of your way to not put Brennan Fraser in a highlight video from Universal Movies. That I mean, like he's literally the point of every like the three movies. Like Benny was only in what one of them, right? I don't remember him in right. the second one. So yeah, like, just, why wouldn't you have your main character in the clip? Like oh, I, everybody's I gonna know who Rick O'Connell is. Like, ugh, that's just irritating. I'm upset now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was very surprised, very confused, and it's just... Oh, my God. That's just how they treat Brendan I'm Fraser. sending an email. I'm sending an email to everybody. You should, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I wanted to share about my recent travels and what I learned about Universal, Warner Brothers, and their lack of Brendan Fraser. Ugh. No respect. No respect. Put respect on his name, guys. All right. Do you have anything to add to our few listeners that are still listening? For the ones that are listening, thank you for actually giving us a listen for. I'm really enjoying the feedback, um, especially from the past episodes. So, guys, keep it coming. Um, Tell us what you guys liked or didn't like. But, yeah, I mean, we like doing this, right? I do. I enjoy it. Yeah, of course. We love it. Yeah. So, we want to bring you more cool stuff and talk about trust and everything else Brandon Fraser. so yeah just let us know if you guys have any comments questions problems you know our email it's on our twitter um account as well or just you know comment on <laughs> on any of the tweets also if there's something you want us to talk about like discuss like maybe a a topic or maybe something from an episode or a recent movie just you know let us know maybe we'll discuss it or hey, or if you want us to talk about an actual movie, let us know. Right. Yes. We should, yeah, I mean, for sure, once trust is over, we'll have be able to get more into, like, movie by movie of Brendan Fraser and really get into the details, for sure. Yeah, so right now we're just going to be doing a trust, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We really appreciate that you are still listening. Yes. Thank you, guys. We really do. Um, Again, you can follow us on Twitter at BFraser. Yeah, at BFraser. BFraser Podcast. Wow. Or you can email us at also BFraserPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on our personal Twitters. Mine is at Kickapoo. And Daniel, what's yours? Stuck on Sorna. Yes. And also, you can also look at our Twitter bio. You can also follow us from there, too. But yeah, guys, um, we really appreciate it. And hope you guys listen to us next week as well. All right? Thanks. Bye.